Hey, it's Thursday, buddy. Bill, I Daniel, Philip, so this is very pleasing to be with us for the first time around this time. There's more black man. This is... Did you say black man? No, black man. You, kind of went, you went into this uh, Macho Man Randy Savage kind of cadence. Black man. <laughs> <my God. laughs> which actually... Oh, yeah, it's black man. Which sounds a little bit like your, uh, who's the crazy guy in the wheel, except on steroids. The guy who, Crazy guy in the wheel? The guy who was in the wheel that escaped the bad guys. The guy who got who's oh, got like bits Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Uh, Gary Busey. I guess people, if you're not like a fervent listener to this episode, and also a very staunch historian of Gary Busey movies, what was the movie that Gary Busey escaped? Bulletproof. From? Bulletproof. Oh god, that was a hell of a movie. Yeah. Oh, that, was a, that was a lot of movie. <laughs> hey, sure we're was. not talking about Bulletproof. It was as this much week. movie as it was his teeth. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh my! I guess is it Gary Busey that's going to be in the new live-action Star Wars TV show? Or is that like Nick Nolte? I always get the two confused. Yeah, I don't know. They're the same person. Hey, basically. we're not talking about Bulletproof. We're talking about well, we're talking about another Bulletproof hero, kind mm-hmm. of sort of. It's our fourth Batman project. Oh God, is it? Well, we did Batman mm-hmm. the animated series, which was my thing. Mm-hmm. I watched t- twenty-five episodes of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. God, what was a th- what what well, else did was, we do? Yeah. What was the third thing? The Adam West movie. Did we do Batman the movie? Uh-huh. Wow, I don't even remember that. <laughs> it's, it's if you put a news. gun to my head, I would have told you I've never really seen the whole thing, but I guess I have. <laughs> you have. I remember there's the part with the bomb and the ducks. I've seen that in the shark. Yeah, okay, that's starting to make more... Okay, yeah. I remember talking <laughs> about the, the... Okay, 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 okay. Okay, oh, okay, right. Okay. Yeah. Show me the blueprints. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is our fourth. Uh, this. So I, I, I'm talking about this. Uh, a, uh, the 25th anniversary of this movie just uh, prolapsed, relapsed, happened a couple prolapsed? weeks ago. Prolapsed. Uh, we're, we're recording this. It's the first week of January 2019. I guess this came out 25 years ago. It was like it was essentially Christmas. I think it came out like Christmas Day 1993. Um, mm-hmm. This movie got stomped at the box office. Uh, despite that, a lot of people consider this to be the best Batman movie ever, which is not saying a hell of a lot. Um, yeah. Even The Dark Knight, which I guess you can probably kind of hold up as the closest thing to a subjectively best Batman movie. I mean, that's still not like... that's That film's way flabby and overlong. And, uh, but yeah, we're talking about uh, 1993's Batman Musk of the Orgasm. That's the name. Back the name. So yeah, you've been pushing for me to talk about this for a while, at least ever since I did Batman the Animated Series like two years ago. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm assuming this is your favorite Batman movie? Uh, it's the one I've seen the most. Oh, okay. I used to watch it a ton on, I think, VHS? Because you was a 90s kid. I was a 90s. Only 90 kids will remember. I only will remember eating fruit by the foot while watching Batman. Mash going to Phantasm. And coming home yeah. and watching that after seeing Jurassic Park for the fourth time. Um, Squeezing all the juice out of a gusher directly into my mouth. Oh, man. I don't know any other 90s candy or anything, like 90s specific candy or anything like that. Because I was in a... Well, Big League Chew, <laughs> back chew. when the guys still had the noses that looked like penises. Oh, God. oh you mean the drawings on the package? Yeah. Not the people chewing the, the, the bubble gum. No. Um, but yeah, this is, I guess, in between the first and second seasons of the original Batman animated series... Um, I guess the, the, the I guess the first season had done well enough. The studio was like, "Hey, uh, this series finale idea that you had in mind, 
why don't you turn that into a movie, and then instead of that being the series finale, we'll give you a second season. So, it, like, when you kill off the Joker at the end, don't, like, totally kill him off, just make him <laughs> and the love interest disappear. So it's mm. like, woo. And I bought this on iTunes. It was on sale on iTunes, like, for five bucks just last month, and so I picked it up. And there's not much in the way of special features, but there is. Uh, the iTunes version of Mask of the Phantasm does come with there's an episode of, there's like a Justice League cartoon that came out within the last couple of years called Epilogue. I, you've hmm. never seen this cartoon, right? No. Uh, which does tie into this movie a little bit. Uh, I guess the Justice League cartoon is kind of a sequel series to Batman Beyond, which have you seen any of hmm. that? Yeah, I used to watch it. Yeah, that one explains, the, this one episode explains where, like, Terry McGinnis, who's like, I see, I guess he plays the Batman and Batman Beyond, where he came from, yeah. and his relationship with uh, uh, Bruce Wayne, which I guess is canonically the same Bruce Wayne from the Batman animated series, which which I was like, okay, I didn't know that. Uh, I've never seen Batman Beyond, so I don't know what shit, but, uh, but yeah, Mask of the Phantasm, this is a pretty good movie. Do you yeah, just want to dive like into it. or do you, do, is there yeah. anything you wanted to say about before we start talking about? Like, there's cartoon uh, shit in head. There's a Warner Brothers shield. Uh, yeah, there's a CGI Gotham City that we fly through. Oh, man, that's... <laughs> but it's it's stylized it's enough, terrible. it doesn't look bad. Uh, It is weird to see such... Because f- in the cartoon, there's such flat graphic things. The cartoon has yeah. such a very specific... 1930s 1940s flat aesthetic it's kind of weird to see them try to uh try to recreate that with early 90s cgi it actually isn't that bad but it's just weird it's not what you're expecting um yeah i guess this is a leftover from when i guess there was five minutes where they thought well maybe we'll make the movie all cg because toy story even though this is two Uh. years before toy story came out uh, and so I guess maybe they rendered the city and they were like, this is too hard. We're just gonna do it the way we're doing the whole fucking show. We're gonna draw mm. the pictures. And so, yeah. Yeah, and that's fucking awesome music as the choir's singing yeah. shit. Shirley, Shirley Walker doesn't get enough credit she for She is. She, she like, can out-fucking-do Danny Elfman. Which, yeah. I mean, that doesn't sound like it's saying much these days because Danny Elfman can't write for shit these days. But, like, yeah, mm-hmm. her score is at least every bit as good as, as, as like, the first Batman score. I really pr- like the score for Batman Returns. I think that's extra bonkers. But mm-hmm. it's, I mean, you would, it's, it's really, it's, it stands on its own. It's not, not, not even the way of, like, oh, it sounds just like Danny Elfman, but it's good. And there's, like, you know this is a real movie because they have, like, people chanting in Latin over the credits. <laughs> Ucha puta. true. Pata. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And then, yep, and then after the credits finish, it's gangsters, counterfeit money, broken windows, Batman! Somehow, these ca- these gangsters, they own a casino that is like 100 stories tall. Mm-hmm. That is next to a parking garage for the mm-hmm. casino that is also 100 stories tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and they're just like, they're just doing criminal things. They're like, ah, we got money, we're criminal shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but Batman comes in, kicks ass. Uh, everybody's asses, and it reminded me how good the punching and hitting sound effects for this show is. They're very visceral. I guess because this was a PG animated film, they could be a little more forthright with, like, 
Batman just punching the shit out of people and people firing guns at him and stuff. Well, mm-hmm. I guess we're in the cartoon. They had to like you could Batman could only like punch like two villains in 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 every episode and like somebody could fire a shot at Batman, but you couldn't show like someone pointing a gun at Batman in the same shot or something like that. And this it's yeah, more Fox just Fox had a bunch of weird rules. Yeah, this is more just flat out what do you expect a badass Batman cartoon would be like, where it's just yeah, it's just actual like PG mayhem in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, he kicks all of them but one. That one guy runs away with the counterfeit money. Oh, is this Mr. He, Mr. Christian Soul or whatever his name is? Sally Soli or whatever? Uh, he's this guy. He's these yeah. guys are gonna end up in the parking garage in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he he meets a spooky ghost in that parking garage, <laughs> making fart fart like fog the, all around it. He meets the ghost of Captain Hook. This guy looks like he works like should be working at fucking Long John Silver's. Sal Valestro, Sal- I believe his name is. No, wait, is it Sal Valestro? Or Sal Valestro later. Sal Valestro, he's voiced by Abe Vigoda later. Do you recognize the voice of the guy who's playing the dude at the beginning? This this gangster guy? Not that I should expect no. you to. I freaked out when Ooh. I heard his voice. He's voiced by Dick Miller. He played uh, Murray Futterman in the Gremlins movies. And he's done a thousand mm. other things, but it's di- he that motherfucker is still alive, and he was old when I was ten. And I am in my forties <laughs> now, and that guy's still out there. Um, but yeah, he's just he's just a character was, actor. Yeah. Dick Miller. There's actually there's this documentary that came out not that long ago called Hey, it's that guy, Dick Miller, which I thought was a great name for a documentary about anybody. Anyway, so Dick Miller, he gets into a fight with this fucking Chucky Saul. Chucky Saul, yeah, because they say the name enough. Because Saul think, and they're Sal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, he's fighting... I keep watching this again and knowing who the Phantasm is. I appreciate they don't even try to explain why that lady can teleport, how she can yeah. dodge bullet, Like, she can do all the shit that even Batman can't. And Batman's yeah, a billionaire if- ninja. Um, <laughs> yeah, if they, had, if they had teamed up, they probably would be a pretty cool team. That's, and, like, if Batman could just turn his nose at, like... Andrea just murdering people? They could have cleaned up the town in six months and retired. And gotten yeah. married and ha- it could have been the best of both worlds. But no, Batman's got to have standards. So anyway, yeah. Yes, so there's Batman. fighting. Yeah. The ghost cuts that guy's gun in two. Slice and dice, yeah. Really wants to kill that guy, but gets distracted because by a car driving around in this car park. <laughs> Nobody expects there to be cars in a car park. Yeah, the Phantasm, I do appreciate the Phantasm isn't all-powerful. Phantom kind of gets his ass kicked every once in a while, which is nice. Despite yeah. being like a phantom ghost creature or whatever the hell. So Chucky Saul runs to his car and gets <laughs> in it. And... Chucky Saul, you're a fucking idiot. And rather than just drive away, he decides he wants to run the ghost over. Yeah. The ghost jumps on there and smashes his window, giving him a little cut on his chin, and you're like, oh, blood in my Batman. Oh, my. Yeah, that's another thing. I guess they couldn't show the original series, and I thought that really did mean he was just fucked up. But then they're like, oh, Chucky Soul died. I was like, okay, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's... Well, he's yeah, this is he just gets a, a little neck on his chin when the Phantasm smashes his window when he's riding on the hood. Yeah, I guess he actually does get whacked. But, when, yeah, he... he, he get, yeah, he gets away, but since he's a bad guy monster, he's got to turn his car around and try to run the the phantasm off. <laughs> it's great because he has a line too, over. where he's like, "I got you now," like like as if they've fought before. He's like, "I finally got you in my sights." I'm like, man, yeah. you've only been fighting for ten seconds. It's like, yeah, it's like, but the f- yeah, it's like if you're getting mugged, and that's the last thing you say right before you like shiv the 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 mugger in the neck with like a like a piece of broken glass you just found. I finally got you in my sights. So it's like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. But the the phantasm just jumps out of the way and he drives through the fart fog and yeah. drives off the the hundred story building and crashes in the building the next building over. 
And there just happens and, to be two dudes in silhouette going watching the whole thing from the street. Is Batman's usually pretty prompt when it comes to chasing out bad guys, yeah. but uh, he's he just casually like moseys down and is like, "Oh, what's going on down here?" He does kind of like should cool. catch that guy. <laughs> there was a ruckus here that I somehow missed. Yeah, mm -hmm. he doesn't catch the phantasm either. That fucker gets away, but he does get some glass off the ground. Yeah, so and he's there just long enough for a couple silhouetted dudes on the street to like look up and go, "Ah, oh, it's Batman! Did you see Batman mm -hmm. fucked up that guy and threw the car through a parking garage?" I guess. <laughs> yeah. And now the scene changes, and it's a new angry character, Arthur. Yeah. He's a city councilman, and he does not like Batman. Ooh, giving press conferences about He's how Batman crossed the line. How how dare he kill these evil mobsters? Do you know who this guy's voiced by? I don't even care. Do you care about Die Hard? Ah, uh, no. This guy's voiced by Ellis from Die Hard. That's the coke-addicted guy who gets himself killed by... Alan Rickman when he's all like, hey, Bobby. Anyway, so. Oh, he was in Supergirl. <laughs> I guess that sounds like a good thing. Which we should probably do. Actually, Supergirl may not be a bad idea for Awful April sometime. That's uh, that's something nobody's ever said with enthusiasm. Oh, it's so oh they were in Supergirl. I know, exactly. Just because, well, just because, you know, that's a project that can come up for us someday. Oh, oh God, no. yeah, anyway. So, uh, anyway, um... Watching on TV, Alfred says, That's horseshit, you're cool as fuck, Master Bruce. And Batman looks at the glass and it's, it had some smudges on it, and he describes it with some Star Trek levels. Yeah, it's some goop. macromolecular polymer adaptogenic yeah. or something like that. I do like uh, uh, Larry's line of like, Oh, adaptomatic, of course. Who's who's the butler? Larry the butler? Alfred. Alfred. To be fair, Larry's is random. Only as the most famous, only the most famous butler of all time. I don't care about Alfred. <laughs> I don't care about Batman. So cool. I don't even care about Batman. I just care about his cool suits and his gimmicks and shit. Yeah. I'm only here for Bruce Wayne, frankly. Eh, I can see. I mean, if you want to fuck Bruce Wayne, uh, if you want to mm -hmm. live with the Bruce, actually, I guess that is the appeal of Batman too. It's not just the fighting, but the fact that you could, on your days off, uh, you could like you know like go bang all day. Yeah, go steal away the entire, like, Russian ballet and fuck them while you're doing stuff, and yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Anyway. But then it's a scene of a mysterious girl, she's flying into Gotham to meet Arthur and clean up her family finances. They might be dating, but the way she strokes the magazine with Bruce Wayne's face on it, yeah. she might still have a thing for that old flame. I got confused for, cause for a while, because the way they were talking, I thought they were suggesting that this lady and the councilman were brother and sister. Because later on, they also talk about how they, the, the, she and the councilman used to have dinner with their dad all the time. And it wasn't their dad, it was just her dad. But I guess they, I guess she has enough of a backstory with this councilman that, like, they, like, they also had a friendship back when she was also flirting with Bruce, ah, whatever. So. They introduce him in some of the flashbacks. Yeah. Do you, do, do you recognize the voice of the lady, the Andrea? Uh, yeah, but I can't, it's I'm not sure what I've seen her in. Dana the lady. Who is, yeah, the name is super familiar. I guess you'll end up going on to voice Lois Lane in the Superman cartoons, which I had no idea. I know hmm. Dana Delaney because she was on a... I don't know how it holds up now. Back in the 80s, there was a great um, ABC dramedy called China Beach that aired after The Wonder Years, mm. and she was the star of that. She was really good. But anyway. 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 Uh, Bruce is having a snobby dinner at his mansion with tons of people. Mm -hmm. Girls hit on him. And he gets wine splashed on his face by another one who was upset that he fucked someone else or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
I promise to stop interjecting because it only took like four notes it's for this whole fine. movie. Uh, That's <laughs> what this thing is for. It is. I guess it is my project. This is me trying to learn stuff. Uh, but yeah, we're only six minutes into the film and I've already noticed a few instances. Uh, several times during the opening credits and once at the start of this party scene. Uh, where an obvious in-camera wipe using a building or a pillar from one shot to another uh, is hastily cut partway through in favor of the next shot just suddenly starting without the ending transition. Kind of like that thing, you know, when there's a party scene in a live-action movie where someone will step in front of the camera and when they step away it's suddenly a different shot, but without, like, cutting. Mm -hmm. They kind of start to do that in a couple shots in this movie, but then abruptly kind of give up halfway through. They just, like, say, fuck it. We're not going to do the transition. We're not going to have, like, the person walk away from the camera. We're just going to suddenly, while their back is still filling the whole frame, we're just going to cut to the next shot that we... You can tell that this movie was kind of, kind of came in hot because there's a couple little scene transitions they didn't follow through, which I thought was just kind of... You wouldn't notice it unless you're kind of, like, seeing what they're trying to approximate from live action. Uh, but that's just me being fussy and stuff like that. It doesn't look terrible, but just looks a little cheap. But yeah, anyway. Stupid kids cartoon from the 90s. <laughs> I mean, it's still more a bit. It's ambitious enough. I shouldn't care that much, but it is. They didn't. They, they should not have forced these guys to rush to put this out as a th and theatrical film. This no. would have been a great just direct a video. And if they had a little bit of extra time and money just to uh, f polish the film just a little bit more would have been super good but as it is it's yeah, if they had gotten if they had gotten a good animation studio to do it the one that did the Clayface episode well at that point the whole movie would just be anime because that's what they got the anime studio to do it so. that's fine I mean hey I'm not complaining either but the whole movie would have been looked so good it would have been like ah. it would have looked like the <laughs> yeah. opening credits to DuckTales which why didn't every episode of DuckTales look as good as the opening credits to DuckTales but yeah, yeah. anyway there's a party Arthur's there gives him a hanky wipe his face Arthur? brings up him then yeah who's Arthur Arthur, Arthur, is that, is that, is that yeah, the, the, that's the wiener dude. Oh, that's the wiener, the councilman? Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Is he also he Arthur and an Andrea? That's why I thought they were brother and sister, too. Mm. Okay. Good. Yeah. So he gives him a hanky, Bruce, to wipe the wine off his face and mentions how Bruce doesn't, isn't good with the ladies or he always picks the ones that fuck up their relationship up. Yeah. Yeah, ever since that one chick, what was her name? Andrea. Ooh. And Bruce basically tells him to shove that hanky up his ass. Uh, I was looking up uh, the trivia about this movie, and there seems to be a lot of debate as to people trying to figure out exactly when in the in the Batman animated movie timeline this takes place. Because I mm. guess there's a lot of things that would suggest either takes place before or after. And also you have flashbacks, which obviously do... Or, yeah, flashbacks that take place obviously before the show starts. But... Yeah, and I guess, like, the fact that, like, the Joker's here, but there's no Harley Quinn. And <laughs> it, so there's some scenes where I guess, like, it would make more sense for Harvey Dent to be there. Oh, kind of stuff like that. And I kind of yeah, thought I this just... guy looked like Bobo baby Harvey Dent. Because he's got these I... lips. I just feel like it can just be I a know, it's, movie it's... and not need that stuff. But it was just the kind internet of... internet doesn't always need to place something in the timeline. Yeah. And I'm sure even within the show itself... I'm sure there's some weird timeline issues. I mean, it's a, it's yeah, a show that probably. takes place in a fantasy version of, like, 1939 that never existed, too. So what are you gonna do? Anyway, yeah. so this gets Bruce Willis Bru talking, thinking. Not Bruce Willis. Well, I'm thinking about that hard now. Bruce Wayne. Br Bruce Wayne goes to the side room to think about his past love with Andrea. And while looking at a 
giant portrait of his parents. He's such a sad sack piece of shit. This one, pic- <laughs> the one frame of they have him, they have they keep on looking back to like when he's looking up at his parents. He just his hair's all fucked up. And he's like, hey, mom and dad, I got wine on me. I'm the biggest loser billionaire ninja philanthropist <laughs> in the world. Maybe I shouldn't have invited that girl that was mad at me. Yeah, I'm sorry, mom. I got wine on your favorite shirt. Yeah, it's, so, it's yeah. Uh, and it's a flashback to young Bruce, who meets a girl next to his parents' grave. <laughs> way to, what hell of a way to meet a girl? Mm-hmm. She's talking to her mother. She's her mother's dead and buried. And he says he talks to his parents too. He made a vow, a secret vow. Ooh, mysterious. They talk for a while. <laughs> I agree that was her reaction. That's her for literally first words to Bruce Wayne. Ooh, mysterious. <laughs> 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 He's like, are you okay, lady? Do you, you look special, Ed? Do you need help? No, <laughs> they I'm talk okay. for a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I just leaves. talk to mommy. Yeah. And at night in the flashback, he runs around, not quite Batman yet, just a dude in black with a ski mask on. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. I guess that's like, I, I guess the basic thrust of this uh, movie and specifically this flashback to him, like proto Batman mode, is taken straight from like some of the more recent comics from the early '90s. Hmm. So he kicks some ass with some guys robbing something or other, something, but he also gets yeah. his ass kicked too. But oh no, the truck they were putting stuff in is getting away, so he jumps on it. They go past a cop car with a younger-ish... Uh, a fucking asshole dude. Um, yeah. Not Commissioner Gordon, but the fucking guy, no. the, the shitty cop Bullock. dude. Yeah, Bullock. Bullock, yeah. Uh, and the, the, they try to pull that that truck over, but they just they get nudged and flipped and oopsie oh, yeah. doodles. Uh, so Bruce smashes the windshield with a hammer because he's not very <laughs> elegant yet. I kind of do love, yeah. I, I, it's it's not just a matter because the big lesson he learns from this is he needs to be scarier. But I do like just even his just the basics of what he's doing. He's not refined yet. Yeah, he's a little yeah. clumsy. Yeah, he falls on the front grate. Very uh. uh Raiders yeah, Jones yeah. style and throws some shit under the car to blow up the tires and it flips on its side and then he climbs a building and gets away. Yeah, you could just run down an alley, Bruce. You don't have to climb a building. Yeah, you don't have to show off for the cops. Christ almighty. <laughs> the next day that shit's in the paper. Him and Alfred talk about it, but Bruce is mad because he they weren't afraid of him. They laughed. He, 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 they gotta be scared or he can't get his rocks Alfred's off. Alfred's like, carry a fucking gun, you fucking idiot. If you're gonna do this, do it. Don't be like this fucking, like... Oh. Carry a sword, at least. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, you know, I know that in movies like this, where people are pass, pa- practicing like jujitsu and stuff in their yard, they're not just flailing put, like Bobby Hill. <laughs> yeah, but they put on their geese so that way you know that they're practicing yeah, and they're the martial arts. But I don't think anybody would actually do that. They would just like put on some sweatpants or something. Yeah, although I'm sure Bruce Wayne, and I'm sure in the comics, there's all things about how he went off to like. Iceland to train with the Icelandic ninjas, and this is like the ceremonial gi they gave him, and so he's got to like get dressed up in that gi. Like he can't just be in his like Gotham State University sweatpants. Like he's that <laughs> yeah, he's that kind of a weirdo. He's got to like go all the way, or it doesn't really count. Yeah. yeah. Andreas shows up, wondering why he's bandaged up. Maybe he tripped over some loose cash. Yeah. <laughs> I I do love the sash she's got. She's great, and I do like she's not like. Andrea's a really interesting character because she's not just, like, Catwoman where she's always like, or, like, how many 
the love interest has Bruce Wayne ever had? Not even in the cartoon, but like in any medium. Uh, she's a, a, quite a few, I'd imagine. Quite a few, but she does kind of stick out where she is kind of like a tough 40s There was that gal, really, but... really sexy romance between him and Bane. I wouldn't be a bit surprised in some medium. I'm sure there's some mm. kind of like burr, 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 burr. But yeah, mm -hmm. especially in the show, I like the fact that like... Because I know all the ladies, I think Bruce Tim designs all the ladies in the show, and like they all tend to have same face. And she still looks mm -hmm. like like one of those things, but like not quite, it, it doesn't, like you're not going to suddenly think like, oh, why, Catwoman's wearing a weird red dress, like what's going on? It's, it's, no, she's got her own personality. And a lot of that's yeah. also just Dana Delaney's personality uh, doing really, she was yeah. very nicely cast. Yeah. yeah. And oh, uh, she's she, very, she, she's also a kung fu expert. Because that's the well, first yeah. thing that kind of, like, there's, they would not have her do Kung Fu unless that's going to be a plot point later. And that's that's the first thing that we're, I was like, well, mm, I wonder who the Phantasm really is a little bit. But yeah. Because mm -hmm. he says he's practicing seen Jiu-Jitsu and she th throws him and says, does self-defense for girls? Oh, yeah, that's right. And then right. they make out. <laughs> yeah, and it slows down, too. It's not like they just mm -hmm. kiss, but, like, you see, like, Bruce's face from her perspective, and he's just drawn normally, but then you see her from his perspective, and suddenly she's, like, a broke painting, and she's getting all, like, wet and juicy. You can hear her vagina open up like fucking Audrey 2 with, like, the plant opening sounds, like, all slurp, and, like, getting ready to mate. Al yeah. Alfred walks in with Bruce has his hand up her dress and he's like, oh. He is just like. And just stands there and watches sipping tea. He takes a couple photos for blackmail purposes and walks away wordlessly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Flashback over. Oh, I forgot that was a flash. Oh, yeah, we're still. This is Bruce Wayne just like being a sad sack piece of shit in his fucking fireplace. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then it's nighttime in a cemetery. A fat mobster goes to put some flowers on the dead mobster's grave. Because oh, yeah. why would you go there in the daytime? You don't want to. I mean, to be fair, there doesn't seem to be much daytime in this city. This this might That's be true. this might be only like two thirty p.m. But they do have to light matches to see where they're going and shit. Well, no, I guess yeah. the guards do because the guy's like, "Oh, what are you, some kind of assholes? I'm going to do this by myself because I'm a fucking idiot." <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. And then he goes and says, "You always were a loser, Chucky," and throws his re her flower. Uh, Why is he even bothered to do this? He obviously hates this guy. And know. it's not like he's yeah, doing you, this in the hey, middle you of the gotta, night. You it's gotta show, you gotta show some respect to your boys, you know. I mean, yeah, is he just hoping the word is gonna get out from his bodyguards to everyone else's bodyguards in the city? They're like, oh yeah, F Fat Maurice, he, he actually did drop. He threw a wreath at Chucky Soul's grave last night. So I guess he does <laughs> have some kind of respect for. Everyone. I don't know. It's. it's Mm -hmm. anyway. anyway, the spoopy ghost shows up and fuck to fuck this dude up, but no worries, he's got a pickaxe that he found underground. Yeah, and but it's it easily destroyed. And he calls for his boys, is like he's been running away, <laughs> but then he falls into an open grave. Which I mean, movie if movies have taught me anything, don't run to the cemetery because there's always an open grave. You will fall. That's into how it. cemeteries work. They just. People love to leave mm -hmm. open. I used to live next to, like, it, like in a triangle between three different cemeteries that we explored all the time. Never once did we ever find an open grave. I know that's not the point. It's a movie, but well, like, yeah. How long did it take you to fill those, Bill? Bill? With diarrhea? Not that long. <laughs> well, no, I meant bodies, but yeah, diarrhea too. <laughs> it was cool when you'd like come back to where you were playing just yesterday, and there's a freshly dug grave that's been filled. Oh, that's so awesome. I mean, it was, we, we went to get, jump up and down top of it and do devil horns and shit. 
<laughs> They're wicked cool. Oh, you know the terrible thing is because the neighborhood we lived on was on a hill. The best uh, you'd start giving high fives to all the mourners <laughs> that were still there find crying. Spare tires in the woods, drag them to the top of the hill, and throw them down the hill to the cemetery, knocking over tombstones and shit. I mean. <laughs> This does not sound like the activities of a Pittsburgh person to me. <laughs> what are you talking about? A bored white trash kid in 1985. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that's another there. Uh, so, he falls in an open grave. He can't climb out. And that there's a giant angel headstone. And yeah. it pushed on top of him and crushes him to death. He goes squished. He goes squishy squash. His boys show up. They see the spoopy ghost. think it's Batman. And later I guess, elsewhere. yeah, because mm-hmm. it is a big hulking dude. I guess you're not paying attention. You just, I mean, I guess also he's Bat- got a cape. I guess you just assume, yeah. Or if it's not Batman, or like it's Batman with a new costume, we've noticed any differences or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, in this, I guess. So I guess in Gotham, all you have to do is wear a cowl and commit crimes, and people are gonna think Batman's doing it. Yeah, well, I guess maybe because Bat- only Batman one person, person can... is gonna do any of this stuff. Yeah, only one person can have a leather cowl. <laughs> But they were outlawed in Gotham in 1642. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Later and elsewhere, some old dude's reading a paper. Sees that the, the, the fat mobster's been murdered. He's old and needs his oxygen to help him breathe when oh, he has a yeah. panic attack due to this yeah, This news. is the character played by Abe Goda, right? It, this is mm-hmm. Sal... Whatever we said the name Sal was? Sal Valestro. Yeah. Valestra, not Valestro. Oh, okay. I only have two more notes, and they're, they're like, post film wrap-up notes okay awesome i just why i just why i actually got a rapture i watched the movie i know like, it's yeah it's okay you have a very good memory you'll remember everything exactly. you thought that's why i'm glad it. you take so much such voluminous notes and at least now you don't <laughs> have to worry true. about me interjecting with oh yeah that's right i wrote a note about how the transitions didn't work anyway mm. yeah yeah so uh let's see uh, old man's he's just got gas yeah. and in the papers and, and then at a police station uh Gordon tells Arthur he won't go after Batman because Batman didn't kill those mobsters. He doesn't. He doesn't murder. Batman don't do that, and he storms out. This is like the only this movie had a great role for him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I guess it's a movie because you know. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Not every yeah. story is gonna be a Commissioner Gordon story, I guess. Yeah, I think yeah. Bullock gets more lines than Commissioner Gordon does. Yeah. Fuck and that then guy. Arthur asks the other cops if they have any ideas and uses some breath freshener spray on his mouth. And there's no better way to show that somebody's a douchebag than having them use like banaka on their mouth. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, there's a reason why they got Ellis from Die Hard to voice this guy because the guy's definitely an actor of a specific type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they try the Batman light symbol, but it doesn't work. I do appreciate Batman's Batman. Just like nah, 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 nah. I'm not that stupid. Yeah. You, there's no so, scene where he says that, but I do like he. He knows he's he just knows there's yeah. 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 So instead, he goes to the cemetery and finds some chemicals on the ground. He also finds his parents' grave, and then he also finds Andrea and runs away when she notices him. Like, <laughs> and then she sees his parents' grave and is like, "Bruce, oh, sharp as attack that one." He ran oh, past the Wayne grave. It's gotta be Bruce. Does she actually pick him as as Bruce Wayne right off the bat? Yep. Oh, see, I'm watching it right now. Because maybe Batman shouldn't be hanging out. Maybe Batman shouldn't be hanging out at his parents' grave. Yeah, that should have been something he thought about before. I mean, Grant, I guess maybe he didn't know. he. Well, I guess he knows which cemetery he's in. Well, you think you'd yeah, resist the urge to suddenly go up to the giant <laughs> yeah, well, biggest tombstone also, in the whole graveyard and go, Mom! Dad! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, he he wasn't expecting anybody to be out because once Gotham hits nighttime... Nobody goes outdoors. Yeah. 
And to be fair, I wouldn't what either. Single what single woman would go whacked. to a Gotham cemetery at 3 o'clock in the morning to, like, lay flowers on her dead mom? I guess maybe she just got back. Well, no, she can't go back in town because she's been killing people for a couple days now. I guess this is, mm. she's pretending to become, just got back into town for Bruce Wayne's yes. sake? Oh, I guess she's tracking everyone enough she might even only be there because she knows Batman will be there. Batman? Batman. Well, especially if she knows that he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that might be on purpose. That's probably not an accident that she's there. Anyway, yeah, shut up. Who girl. knows? Anyway. Uh, later, she's on a date with Arthur. <laughs> and fuck crime solving. Batman has an ex to spy on. Yeah, this gets a little weird. <laughs> Especially the close-up of the lens of his mic micro binoculars where he's all like hands are in it he's like dude and he's not hiding i'm actually looking at the image no where, where... if they look to the left they just be like <laughs> he's batman spying on us he's like, what is batman watching us like and not like he's obviously not looking for crime he's just watching us eat there's, and there's like two giant gargoyles he could be peeking out from behind yeah, him but nope just sitting on the ledge world's worst detective man come on how did he ever start the justice league he can't even spy his ex-girlfriend correctly jesus mm. yeah yeah, she mentions that Arthur, her father, and her, her used to come to this place all the time. Yeah, yeah. Her, her father and her are closer than ever right now. And old Batman hates that they hold hands. <laughs> and eyes he has... glow? What do you think they see? It's like, okay, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. This makes him have another flashback of them um, going to the Gotham's World Fair. Yeah, which is obviously patterned after. It's kind of a combination of both, like, the 1939's World Fi World's Fair. They walk past, like, a rocket ship and a planet Earth that's just, like, the, the, the sphere and the pyramid from the 1939 triangle. But there's, like, a song that's playing that's, like, from the 1964 yeah. World's Fair that was in Tomorrowland. And there's a giant... Mm. Um, Later on, there's a giant UFO thingy that's actually the, played a big part at the end of Men in Black that shows up. So it's kind of a combination of both the uh, uh, World's Fairs. But I do like that they, they, they take a try and... I'll show up and let you talk, because you probably wrote notes about all this stuff. Oh, that's fine. I'm just surprised you didn't mention the, the uh, sun globe with all the wigs in it. <laughs> that would have been great if that's the World's Fair that was their touchstone. It was just this... That's it. Every, it's just... Every scene, the Joker's just wearing a new wig. <laughs> it's just rural Tennessee. It was it Tennessee? <laughs> it just... <laughs> With the sun globe, that's it. Like, there's like a toilet station and a drink station, and that's it. There's no other... Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. I, then I knew Nothing. he'd come back, and he did it for the encore. Was it not Mickey Rooney? Andy Rooney, right? Oh. Uh, but Nelson Muntz is all, like, freaking out. Yeah, just, no, I know, they, I know. Don't they stop in Branson, Missouri? Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, they that's do. That's one of my favorite Simpsons moments, anyway. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, they're, they're, they take a tram ride through, like, it's a very romantic. Gotham and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they Bruce loves the shit out of the future car because it looks like the Batmobile that's he's gonna make moment. later. That is, like, I'm not even, like, I only saw Batman the Animated Series for this podcast, and I thought it was good, but even though I was like, oh, I recognize the Batmobile, and even I was like, oh, wait, the Batmobile... But knowing what like the world's fair shit looked like, then that, that makes me wonder if the Batmobile looks as stupid as like the old world's fair's future stuff looked. Oh yeah. Well, it also does raise in the... this universe. It's weird too because like I was talking about how I guess the Batman Beyond Justice League thing that takes place like sixty five years in the future after this, which if this mm -hmm. is like nineteen thirty nine, that means like Batman Beyond, which takes place in the future, it takes place in two thousand and four. Uh, yeah, it's not worth thinking about timeline stuff, but 
I don't think they ever really give a specific. I, date I doubt they. I mean, they place. never give a specific time for for Batman the because they have series. like TVs and. Cars well, I know exactly. Stuff. It's 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 all yeah. You're not supposed to take it. Literally. It's just our deco future, is but it is kind of fuck you call Yeah, it. I could totally see the 1939 being the touchstone year design wise for this for this and also Batman the animated series because it's around the cusp of the 30s and 40s stuff. And anyway, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, she mentions her dad wants to meet Bruce, and he agrees to his own bewilderment. So they go and meet him. Arthur was apparently uh, one of her father's clerks from his legal department, oh. being a little young and whatnot. That, but then danger time, cause some mobsters show up to sinister music. Is this like after they have the meeting with her dad? It's while they're having the meeting with him. Oh, that's right. Okay. Cause I know there's yeah, the a old man. Okay. The old wheezy man shows up, but he's young because that's how time works. People were younger in the past. Which, this is only, what, like, ten years earlier? Can't be that much earlier. But he's, like, now, like, young and spry and shit. Yeah, he's, like, no, doing I the Charleston know. on top of a flagpole. Mm-hmm. And as Bruce and Andrea leave, they see some local... Th That's the thing I was ...picking on yeah. a street vendor in the middle of the day in broad daylight, so Bruce goes and kicks him ass. I, I, I do like the shot of him launching himself off, like, the fender of the baddie's motorcycle to punch a dude in the face. You think he'd kick him in the face? Nope, just knuckle sandwich. Yeah, and I do like, this is just the guy, I guess he was, like, running, like, a, like, a card game, just all by himself, no one else around beneath, like, a, a derelict, like, this, beneath a bridge. Just, like... Yeah, welcome to Gotham. No wonder he was doing terrible business. Yeah, and it's... I do like the, the main leader dude of this gang is, like, this 1950s Marlon Brando guy with, like, Marlon Brando lips and stuff. You don't really see too much of the guy because he spends most of the time getting punched in the face by Batman, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh... But then, uh... Like an asshole... Uh... <laughs> How could you say a, that a, of Batman a, and or Bruce Wayne? As a guy with a... The bat is screaming towards him on a motorcycle. He glances over it as Andrea and takes the bat full on the ribs, I shattering it. I didn't understand that. I thought I missed something. Because it's not like they're threatening to, threatening to attack her. He just momentarily no. gets dis distracted by the fact there's a woman that exists. Well, they cut out They cut out the... the um, you could hear his thoughts at that moment. Oh, no. And, and, no, it wasn't anything bad. <laughs> he just New said, York those gams. <laughs> when he glanced over and... But. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so he's dead now because he took a bat to the ribs he, from a motorcycle going like 50 miles an hour towards be, him. Like, that should be lasting kidney explosion in his stomach. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know he's tough, but unless unless he really knew to gird his muscles in a certain way, like the ninjas taught him, like... I mean, the bat shattered. The bat shattered. I mean, no, thank God it was just, <laughs> but then he just, just, just a wooden bat, but yeah. Then he stands up once the bad guys get away, and he's like, "Fine, me." <laughs> I know he's sulky. Bruce Wayne's a dickhead. <laughs> I appreciate what he's doing, but he's such a sulky child. Which feeds into the fact that he's he's still emotionally twelve years old. He never grew up. But yeah, yeah. Jesus, dude. At night, he's drawing costumes. He doesn't know what to do. He can't be both. He can't fight crime and. Like a of, ladies, a lot of the costumes involve parasols for some reason. Stars, yeah. like he, he's dressed like Pink Diamond well, from he, Steven he, Universe in a couple of the drawings. He had, he had just seen Mary Poppins and he thought umbrellas helped you fly. It's like I, 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 I need a quicker getaway from the cops. The, the umbrellas will do it. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> Again, he's 12-year-old logic. He's watching a lot of movies for inspiration. Uh. <laughs> so he goes and visits his parents' grave, and he's upset. He didn't plan on being happy. That's the and saddest he... line I've ever heard Batman or Bruce <laughs> Wayne ever say. Which is the yeah. saddest. I mean, that that's really the heart of the whole movie right there. And I, yeah. I did not expect... I thought this was just going to be a shitty spinoff movie, and I didn't expect you'd see kind of like the origin of Bat or Bruce Wayne finally really having to commit the Batman persona. Um, yeah. And this is interesting that like it just happens like his commitment to the Batman persona just overlaps with I guess is extrably linked to his one chance at happiness that he loses here, and it's yeah. super fucking sad. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. yeah, he's begging them like his parents' grave to he does. Oh, I know he's made a promise, but oh, come on, yeah. guys. And their grave just hit, looms over him. Arr, Wayne. And he's like, no. He hears rattling and moaning beneath the dirt. Hey, son. They, this is a bad they, idea. We never made you promise to kill people. What the fuck? Yeah, they pop, they pop up. And they're like, we're dead. We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> All mortal problems are no longer our fault either way. Grow the fuck mm -hmm. up, kid. Yeah. But then, Andre, he, say, he says he... He needs for them to tell him it's okay, and they're like, we're dead. But then Andrea rolls up, and she's like, maybe I already have. Maybe they sent me. Okay, so she and really has been love. tracking. Oh, no, this is a flashback, though, so she doesn't really know. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. She put a microchip under his skin while he was sleeping. <laughs> under his foreskin. <laughs> Between yeah, his balls and the sure. duct tape them together, and he never uh -huh. does. Flashback I mean, over just, Batman. Just showed, she just shoved a finger one one finger up his ass and like popped it in there and just yeah. Anyway, sneaky sneaky. Ooh. Flashback over Batman sad. Yeah. And then later Arthur's on the street and a car pulls up and the old monster tells him to get. Yeah, in. tell him a dude. Yeah, with the gas. Yeah, he demands to know why if it's true Batman's killing his people and Arthur says they got eyewitnesses. Maybe he could get police protection and the old man says it's Batman. You don't stop. Batman, you're gonna crucify him. And he starts wheezing and coughing. Arthur says to pull over and gets out, stating it's not very healthy in here. I like the uh, the couple of frames of the old dude looking like a fucking bewildered at this yeah. this young whelp. He's got like drawing. one eye, like eyebrow raised, and like rrr, 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 rrr. yeah. It'll be the header for this week's podcast. <laughs> eh, not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. What am I gonna use, Batman? <laughs> There's some cool images you could use on this part. Yeah, this is a good well, movie. Yes. I like this. Yeah, in the Batcave, Batman is solving shit by looking at his computer. He made connections yeah, and stuff, businesses and whatnot. He's typed in the names of everyone who's died and a bunch of gangster relations of, of Andrea's dad and stuff like that, and he's developing some mm -hmm. kind of a theory. Mm-hmm. And heads out with Alfred sassing him. He's always just, Alfred's like, oh, you gonna go see your girlfriend later? Batman's like, you don't know me! And he's like, I've changed your poopy diapers, I do too! As, and he's like, yeah! Pretty, and drives away. It's pretty good comeback on Alfred's part. It's enough that, like, Batman's just like... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he's just like yeah, just <laughs> you drives know, away. <laughs> you know Batman's driving down the road later, and he's like, what? oh, that would have been a good comeback. The whole time, he's, like, talking out loud. That's 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 one of the problems he first had with <laughs> so Robin coming on, was, like, he, no, he could no longer have these conversations to himself whenever he's leaving the Batcave anymore. Yeah. Yeah, he's driving, he's just like, well, I'll change your diapers someday, fucking, Alfred. Who pays you for got the, him. Who pays for those diapers, Alfred? You'll be poor without me, you fucking stupid man. Yeah, yeah. just being super petty. 
So he snoops around the mobster's room, sees a photo of the dead guys and the, the old man yeah, together it's just when they were young. Yeah. And Andrea's father's there too. I don't know do you actually see? Oh, let's see. see. Yes, you do. Okay. And it's time for another flashback. Yeah, flashback for a movie that's so reliant on flashbacks. I'm pretty impressed at how this movie manages to maintain its forward momentum. I think part of it is with flashbacks, even though there's a million of them, they're not super long. Yeah, and they just kind of get to the This movie's paced well. Oh, you do see... Okay, 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 okay. Okay. I can't okay. believe I didn't pick up on that earlier. Yeah. I was generally surprised by that. Okay. It's a, it's a... But it's a cartoon where there's, like, a, only a certain amount of faces, so... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You wouldn't... You know. Yeah. Time out for some commercials or something or other. From Warner Brothers Family Entertainment, Dennis the Menace, Free Willy, and The Secret Garden have set a new standard for sell-through success. Now here's the signal for our newest hit family adventure. For just 1996, this April, for the first time, America's most exciting and legendary motion picture superhero comes to video like you've never seen him before. The Bat! Batman, back in action in his most exciting adventure. Direct from nationwide theatrical release and loaded with bat appeal for kids and adults. Costume's a bit theatrical, but hey, who am I to talk? At a sensational sell-through price. What do you want? Just $19.96. Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. You think you know everything about me, don't you? I bloody well ought to. You ain't seen nothing yet. This time, the Cape Crusader's got love on his mind. Very moody. Cute, though. I can't put myself on the line as long as there's someone waiting for me to come home. The cops on his tail. Freeze! The mob on his back. Batman's knocking us off, and you're the only one who can take him down. The Joker at his throat. Can't be too careful with all those weirdos around. And now, there's a new villain in town that wants him to turn in his cape. Your angel of death awaits. The Phantasm. I want you. Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. Darkly panoramic, carefully crafted. One of the most exciting and satisfying films of the year. Gotham City's savior, the way he was meant to be. What do I look like? Pest control. From his top-rated syndicated TV show to big-screen dynamo, Batman's got the right stuff to make a sell-through splash. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> and we're giving Batman a big lift with a dynamic national ad campaign, a family entertainment in-store reel, extended 120-day pay-per-view protection, and, of course, our exceptional POP and multi-pack displays. That's encouraging. Plus, with every cassette, an exclusive free limited edition DC comic book of Batman Mask of the Phantasm and a consumer coupon worth $3 with a purchase at Payless Shoes, and a $5 mail-in rebate with purchase of one of five other Warner hits. I still got a soft spot for you. That's not the answer I want. All for a nice little price that'll put a nice big smile on your face. Oh, no. Oh, yes. America's legendary crime fighter is back. Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, a sell-through superhero, coming in April from Warner Home Video. We interrupt these commercials to bring you our program.
So, uh, during the flashback, Andrea's telling Bruce her father's going to Europe, and she wants to go too, and because she, she always wanted to see Europe. Yeah, I guess they're like, hanging oh. out at the Bruce Wayne mansion, like uh, like the outskirts, yeah. yeah, by the ocean. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Oh fuck it," and gives her just a fucking huge rock engagement ring. They kiss. Oh, is that what it is? Bat- I think I was taking notes, and I just thought it was a pack of cigarettes. Because <laughs> when like, he pulls I it out, you, oh, I didn't I realize know it you love unfiltered ring. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Oh, that's doubly fucked up. And then a bunch of bats fly out of the crack and are like, "You gross! Yuck! Get a room, you two. Keep it in your pants." Any proof that God hates Bruce Wayne? It's like the moment he's (laughs) his most happiest. The Earth literally shits bats at him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then later in the flashback, Bruce is dropping her off at home, and she sees that her father is having a meeting, which he doesn't normally have at home. Oh, yeah. They say they'll wait to the next day to tell him the good news. And then the next day, Bruce is finishing up exploring the Batcave, the future Batcave, when Alfred's like, hey, yo, you got some shit back here. He's from the post. Check it out. And it's his ring and a letter from Andrea. It says, left with dad. Too young. Need time. Forget about me. And I guess she had the Hulk dictate her letter? (laughs) It is like... It sounds like it was dictated while she had a gun to her head, or yeah, like, what is this monosyllabic, unfrozen caveman fiancé note, like, (laughs) yeah, it's just, Jesus, lady, yeah. Yeah. So I guess, so, so uh, so what, her her dad owed money to the gangsters, and instead of paying them back, they got run out of town. Yeah. Okay. Uh, This would make more sense on a second viewing, because, yeah, yeah, okay, Mm. okay, okay. And with a broken heart, he's able to put on his Batman outfit nice. in the dark. I I had to rewind this because I didn't realize. Like I was like watching. This is the first time that he, be- the Kevin Conroy, becomes Batman. Which I'm kind of surprised they didn't show in a flashback in the actual show. But like, mm. this is good. I mean, if you're gonna tell the story of how this happened, this is a good way to do it. And I do like Alfred yeah. being like. When Batman turns around, he just screams and punches Batman in the face and runs back upstairs. He's so scared. Yeah, just, well, he says, now you need to diaper my bottom. <laughs> and, like, Batman actually, he's only been, Bruce Wayne's only been Batman for literally ten seconds, and he first, he's already laughing. He's like, okay, actually, that was a pretty good one, Alfred. He <laughs> got me there. Okay, now, I, I'm going to be, instead of driving away angry, I'm driving away laughing this time. Okay. Yeah. So the flashback's over. Yeah. Batman takes the photo frame and leaves. And the old man goes... To the old rundown World's Fair because I got the Gotham doesn't demolish anything. Yeah. Also, I guess it's Dang. a good idea for this old crippled guy who can't breathe to like go meet lethal uh, ex buddies without like any bodyguards or anything like that. Yeah, you think he'd have a bunch of cronies, but or something. Whatever. Yeah. But he says, if only there was another way, and then uh, meets the Joker there. Yeah. He's got business to talk to him about. Business, Ooh, business. <laughs> So, Which, at first, I was a little bummed to see the Joker show up, because this movie was doing so well without the Joker. But mm. I, I'm really impressed, like, the Joker, he shows up, and he he becomes a, he becomes essential to the plot. It's not just, like, we gotta get the Joker in here, because we gotta get the Joker in here, but, like... Yeah. It's, 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 but he doesn't take over the whole movie, which I really appreciate. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's one thing that they really refrain from in this movie that I think is one of the reasons it works so well is they're not like, and here's a cameo from Poison Ivy, here's a cameo from Two-Face, here's a reference to something from the comics, here's another reference. 
And it's a it's little just... bit of an origin story. I don't know if they actually go into the origins of the Joker anymore in the cartoon, but it's enough that, like, you get to see a glimpse of, you know, the Joker before he became the Joker, and you can't... You can, it's interesting to see where he, kind of where he came from, even though it's not really an origin story for him, too, but it's still... I don't know. It's 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 still interesting. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, so he, they... he's introduced, he shoots a Tommy gun at a bunch of robots, and when the robots break down, they make the same sound. Uh, that's like the sound of like a oh, yeah. old airplane winding up that they used for the Millennium Falcon's hyperdrive malfunctioning. So it's funny, just yes. Mark Hamill and a Star Wars sound effect are introduced at the same <laughs> that's, time. Oof, I laugh. Ah, uh, yeah, woo, 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 woo. but yeah, so stuff <laughs> happens. They they go somewhere more comfortable to talk. The House of Tomorrow. He he pinches the robot wife of Tomorrow <laughs> on the cheek, which a... comes off in his hand, and he's like, "Ooh!" Yeah. Puts it in his pocket and for later, I guess. I, yeah, and they they kind of make enough of a meal out of it. I was like, "Is that gonna be a plot point later? Or is that just weird?" And yeah, it's just the movie being weird. Mm -hmm. Also, like he so, calls the robot Hazel, which is a, uh, I guess, is a play off of the old. There used to be a comic strip about a, a housewife named uh, not housewife. She was a uh, a maid named Hazel, but. They should have named her so, Ro They should have named her Rosie because Rosie was the robot housekeeper on the Jetsons. That would have been, you know, in the House of the Future, that would have been funnier. That's neither here nor there. Fools. I'm sure they probably had the debate in the writers' room, but yeah. Oh, I'm sure. So <laughs> many, a, many a sleepless nights. Exactly. What do we name the robot? The great battle over the what the robot sex droid in Mask of the Phantasm's name was gonna be. Anyway, yeah. So they talk, uh, Salvalestro offers the Joker five million up front and whatever else he wants to once the job is done for killing the bad. Yeah, because his whole attitude is like, well, he, like, this guy's obviously killing everyone who was part of this gang. You were part of the gang too, so he's like, he's gonna, you're gonna have to fight him uh, someday anyway. You might as well, like, do it now, yeah. save my life, you get paid on top of it, so yeah. Joker yawns and says, what do I look like? Pest control! And the uh, old man Sal says, once he comes from me, how long till he comes from you? Yo, and grabs him by the lapel and tells him his hands are just as dirty. Dirtier? He said, Joker gets angry and snarls, Don't touch me, old man. <laughs> I don't know where you've been. <laughs> I like <sighs> Joker's funny. He's funny. He's it's like thing. he's the clown prince of crime or something. Yeah. And then the fucking old man is stupid enough to be assuaged <laughs> well, by the Joker band, like, I'm not gonna hurt you! And he's like, Of course oh. I'll help you out. No one's going and to hurt And he's all smiling, pal, like, Sal. oh, good, the That's Joker what listens I to like to yeah. see. A nice big smile. And, dude, you Can't imagine what's gonna happen to this guy. This guy never read, like, a con- Like, I- I guess he's living in a comic book. Did he book. never read a Batman comic what book? Like, completely, it's the Joker, for Christ's sakes. He's been- uh, Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, he yeah. used to work with this guy. He should know what this asshole's capable of. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh... <sighs> so, Arthur and Andrea finish a date, and when she's entering her room, she notices that her window is open, because Batman loves drafts, I guess. He gets hot in those she tights. Tells... He needs to air out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. She tells Arthur that she had a full day. She has a full day the next day, and she can't stay up. Well, she gives him a big kiss because she loves making Batman jealous. Oh. Once inside her room, he, he comes out of the shadow and asks her about the photo of her father and the gangsters and asking her where her father is, and she says she doesn't know. And he's like, that's not what you told Arthur last night because we're dating. Oh, I forgot. Like, and she's only been in town for like 36 hours, and he's already been like, I could read lips because I was spying on you. The fucking, you got no chill, Bruce Wayne. You fucking yeah. idiot. Again, he's fucking 12 years old. 
Oh. You know, she says, read them now, get out. Oh, yeah. And he's, oh. and he's like, oh, you still follow your dad's orders? And she slams him back with, like, the way I see it, the only one still controlled by his parents is you. Ooh. And she snaps her fingers in a Z, and he's, <laughs> he's, he starts crying and runs out. Because we already see that Bruce Wade's terrible with, cu- with quick comebacks, so he just stammers and <laughs> runs out, and he spends the whole trip coming on the way back to the Batcave. Well, I could I could Fuck you! He's like, he still can't even come up with a good comeback, because it's just, yeah. He's been so thoroughly dismantled by Andrea. Yeah, Yeah. later uh, he's taking a shower, he's like, Oh, that would have should have said, fuck. And he's like, yeah, asking Alfred for advice on what good comebacks would be, and Alfred's just like, Oh my, I can't believe I've dedicated my life to this piece of shit. <laughs> so, he leaves, she closes the balcony door, and then she cries on her bed. Yeah. And I, she was kind of a jerk to Batman because she did leave him standing just with her the ring in his hand yeah. and with a note from the Hulk. You think? Yeah, it's it's. And I, yeah, I guess me it's the first like real. Me like you, conf- but me too young. Yeah, and, Go and now. it's funny because in the next scene you see the Phantasm. He's doing a thing and he's still crying. He's still, like, <laughs> he's trying to hide it behind the mask, but he's like, okay, I gotta come down. I gotta kill someone next, but I can't. I gotta get my shit together. Yeah. Yep. So Phantasm goes to kill Sal Valestro, but oopsie doodle, he's already dead. With a big Joker smile. Joker's got a camera set up and radios the jokes on him. He's not Batman after all. And soon his face will be all over town to say nothing of his legs and teeth and spleen and head and exploded it. It is knowing that the phantasm is what's her face. It does justify like why she didn't pick up that there's something wrong sooner because she just had a big fight with Batman. She's like, you know, she you know, she got shit on her mind, so she's not thinking quite as clear-headedly as she normally would be, which I appreciate. Yeah, she jumps out the window to escape, and then <laughs> she actually um, yells that to escape. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, the phantasm gets chased along by the bat plane across some rooftops, leaving a very easy to follow trail of fog behind. Yeah, this is her him. This is like this doesn't really add much to the plot. It's just obligatory fight. Uh, <laughs> She's like, stuff. oh man, I guess the fog was a dumb idea. Oh, I should yeah, I should have invested in something. I should have got me a phantasm plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's so all that's- she is doing. Because I guess she's only invested in like one silver hook hand and a bunch of fart bombs, and that's it. Mm. Yeah. So then Batman jumps out and they fight on a rooftop, but then the ghost vanishes after telling Batman to leave him alone. Because yeah. it can do that, he can just vanish. I get. Well, I guess she also invested in an industrial strength teleporter too. She doesn't have a bat plane, mm-hmm. but yeah. I bet then um, the cops are there and they have impounded his bat plane Which and I he love. can't get it back. <laughs> Why is? Because he like before he jumps out of the bat plane, which he should have never jumped out of the bat plane. Well, you yeah. think you put it in a thing where it like, automatically flies back to base, not just land on the next building over, so if you get stuck, <laughs> yeah. you can't go over and rescue it. And it's like, bat yeah. again. Oh, no, this isn't a flashback. This is current-day Batman. So he has no excuse yeah. for being that stupid. But yeah, no. so he gets chased. So they chase him, shooting at him, all guns ablaze and all the cops. Because yeah. I guess everybody on the police force hates Batman now. Yeah. I feel like like 95% of the police were like, I'm not shooting at Batman? What? He go? He killed some mobsters. He killed some mobsters that we were trying to put away forever. Like, I I know illegally he broke the law, but you think that, like, the mobsters, yeah, or the cops would be just kind of like, well, we'll fire a couple warning shots just to scare him away, but yeah, he's doing an ultimate good as long as he doesn't hurt anybody real. Yeah. Yeah. 
And for being Batman, he does a real shit job of getting away from these police. Yeah, he's just kind of... I mean, again, this is all only happening just because you need a big action scene in the middle of the movie. I mean, yes, his eyes are filled with tears because he's still crying about Andrea's sweet zing on him being controlled by his parents. (laughs) That'd be great if the cops interrupt this fight between Phantasm and the Batman. They're both just crying and just angry. Just Just kind of half-heartedly slapping at each other. Yeah, and even when Batman (laughs) runs away, he's just like running away with his hands in the air and just like he says his heart's not in it he's just all openly weeping and just like, and like what the fuck happened to ba- is that the real Batman or what the hell's going on yeah mm, so he, anyway he runs away ends up at a construction site and uh where cops just shoot the shit out of the construction site just, and one guy like hits a gas can and just well uh-huh. like a it'll be a pressurized gas and just blows up half the site Wait. Yeah, blows up near Batman, so now he's hiding and bleeding. This is the most fucked up I've seen Batman on this cartoon, because he's, like, actually, like, he's, yeah. Yeah, his costume's all torn up, he's bleeding. I go, well, I guess because they can't really show blood on the actual show, like, yeah, it figures mm-hmm. one random asshole gets one random lucky shot, and he's actually done more damage to Batman than anyone else in 65 episodes of the cartoon. Yeah, so he grapple hooks to a helicopter. It's pretty clever. You see his cape fly up there, it gets riddled with bullets, yeah. but it's not him, it was a sawhorse dressed as Batman. So now, what a twist! Now he's just running naked through the streets without his hood on, mm-hmm. just still crying and yep. weeping and just inconsolable. <laughs> yep, the police chase him again, but this time Andrea shows up in a car and they drive away together. So, the so the police, the police almost stopped and killed Batman. But a lady in a car was too much for them to catch. Yeah. Just Gotham's catch. finest. You think they would just put up a roadblock or something like that, but yeah. Yeah, they, they run up to the fence Batman climbed over and said, Oh, chain link, our oh, one weakness. Oh, no. yeah. Well, have you seen Bullock lately? He's not much for climbing That's fences. That's true. Yeah. No. So back at Wayne Manor, Bruce says he's grateful that she saved him, but wants to know why she isn't telling him the truth about everything, and then the flashback. Turns out her father owed mobsters money, and then that night they got back from getting engaged, they were demanding their money, and he swore that the first thing in the morning he'd have it wired to them, so they left, and after they left, her dad was like, get the, let's get the fuck out of here. Full. It could take weeks to get the money to them. And if only she knew the richest man in Gotham who could loan them the money for a short period yeah, of time. Yeah, I guess they've only known each other for a short while, but still, like, yeah. They're engaged. They're engaged. Well, are they engaged? She, she, she should have held up her ring and said, oh, we, I got a lot of money right here. So wait, is this after she gave the ring back? No, this is before. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Because as he's packing up to leave, she's like, I'm not leaving. I just got engaged to Bruce. Oh, okay. We is in love. So this is just, okay, she's just filling in, oh, so this is, that's right, because she's just filling in the gaps and, and, okay, she's saying this is why the note was written. Okay, 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 yes. okay, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, um, he says he'll keep her safe no matter what it takes. No matter what. Even if that includes running and hiding all over Europe. Yeah, dad, daddy didn't do much. No, so they eventually pay them back, but they wanted interest compounded in blood. So they had to find another way. And Bruce was like, man in the costume, your dad? And she's like, he said one way or another. When she heard about Chuck, he saw she had to come back to stop him. And she apologizes and starts to leave. But so oh. Bruce is like, nah, girl, I was just in an explosion. I'm rock hard. Now's the time we fuck. Didn't you see the time I got hit in the stomach with a baseball bat? And then all mm-hmm. I did was, like, 
complain about like, oh, my TV guide hat for this week hasn't shown up yet. Like, I'm tough, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just trying to think, because Bruce 12, he got hit in the stomach with a baseball bat, and he's not there. And I do like this is another scene where they start kissing, and Alfred comes in with like a steak, and he's like, oh, they're fucking again, I better leave. Again, It's a yeah. little, little mirror what happened before. And then after all night fuck session, it is kind of suggested because it is the next morning. She's like wearing his shirt, and he's like mm -hmm. he's wearing her panties, and mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. She uh, asks if they can make it work this time, and he says he'd like to say yes, but it's gonna come between him and her father. And she said, "Daddy doesn't matter anymore." And then after she leaves the mansion, Bruce wonders what's gonna happen with the future. And then looking at photos <laughs> Does he on it. just say that out loud? He's just mm -hmm. kind of like looking at the sun. What happened in future? Me no know. <laughs> hey, looking at the photos on the desk of like them and the family and yeah. the stuff. He sees the photo with all the gangsters on it and picks it up and is like, uh oh. And then he draws a big dumb smile on the bodyguard in the background and oh shit, that fool was the Joker before whatever happened to him happened to him. This is a good revelation, yeah. I can't remember mm -hmm. in the show. Did they ever? Did they ever do the Batman? Because I think the Tim Burton Batman movie was the first time anyone suggested that Batman had anything to do with the origin of the Joker. I can't remember. Did they do the same thing in the Batman animated series? Because again, I can't, I can't remember, remember if they ever actually showed the origin of the Joker. Which that's even fine. Yeah. I'm glad to see if this is the only thing they ever really allude to. Which this would suggest that Batman doesn't really does not know where the Joker came from, or even knew who he was, even even suspected who he was before he became the Joker. But yeah, when he draws the fucking happy face on the Joker, I'm like, oh shit, son! I didn't even notice that. Oh fuck! And so yeah, that's a good moment. Had you figured out that the lady was the Phantasm by well, this no, point? No, pretty much, because she was like, well, Daddy doesn't matter anymore, and we've already like we're like half an hour out from the end of the movie, and Dad still has not shown up. Like, I figured, mm. and there were very least, like, there's some kind of psycho thing going on or something. And, and, but the big thing, I was like, well, it still doesn't make any sense that, like, how is the phantasm, is she suddenly, like, a fucking seven foot tall, 400 yeah. pound muscle, she's like Terry Crews. But the movie, mm -hmm. I, like, in the end, it's not really the point, but yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, in Arthur's office later, he's mad because Batman got away, even though he had, like, 25 precincts chasing him. But then the Joker shows up. And says, uh, Arthur may not have known the gang directly, but he made good use of the knowledge after the fact of the mobsters and whatnot when they were all young. Yeah, I, I forget exactly what the... Well, I guess, I guess he was working for Andrea's dad that he knew what was... Uh, it's it's just it's just tying in why... How the Joker and, and what's-his-name know each other. It's, it's Yeah. It's just plot stuff. It's not really... You're really yep. here just to watch him, Mark Hamill freak out. And yep. Mark he, he wants to know who iced the old gang. And he's like, haven't you read the newspapers as Batman? And Joker says, eh, wrong. And I just, I don't know why, but I got obsessed with that. Not obsessed, but I got... Oh, yeah, like, I really know what you mean. To that, you get hung up on that a line. Li yeah. That one line, because he sounds... Obviously, he's gonna sound exactly like Mark Hamill when he says it. But he sounds like really like Mark Hamill. He sounds says Ant wrong. It's not the Joker. It doesn't sound like the Joker. It sounds like Mark Hamill. <laughs> yeah, because he, he can't Jokerize every goddamn line. Sometimes he's just no. gonna sound like Mark Hamill. Just ah. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which is, I, I mean, actually, that's kind of how Mark Hamill sounds these days. Anyway, but yeah, kind of impressed that he can. Been the... It's been a quarter century, and he can still kind of do that role and not fuck it up. And so it's pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's seen the guy who looks more like the ghost of Christmas future. 
And that's when he thought of Arthur. His old friend Arthur. Uh, wouldn't it be bad if certain aspects of his past were brought up? But before Joker can pursue that line of questioning further, Andrea calls to cancel the Oh, I do like date. this, yeah. And she'll explain everything at dinner. And now ain't that a quinky dink? We were talking about the old man and the spawn <laughs> of his loins just happens to go. Anyone say quinky dink always cracks laugh. me up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, go ahead. Now Arthur's laughing like crazy in the hospital with a Joker gas. Oh no. And you think he you think the hospital would know how to handle this by now, strap the fool down, but not just grab his legs and be like, Oh come on, please calm down. Yeah, they've had sixty five episodes to realize like, yeah, it's it's Joker juice, it's whatever. Um mm -hmm. I get for some reason I guess like it killed the old man. Well, I guess the old man was all fucked up. Why? Yeah. Why? Well, I guess it's also lethally threatening this guy too. They have to like sedate him. Yeah, they give him, him a shot. To, oh, they're, they're just like oh, to calm just him the... down enough for the toxin to exactly. Run, yeah, which I, and I all guess the doctors and nurses do, leave. Yeah. Oh, it's Batman. I always liked Arthur is giggling. Oh no! When he comes in. Well, we're just killing time until the finale here, really. Yeah, Batman wants to know why the Joker met with him and what the connection between them is, and he says eventually that uh, Andrea's dad needed his help to get him and his kid out of town, and they kept in touch afterwards. But the last time they talked was 20 years ago during his first election campaign. He was running out of money and asked him for help, and he said ah. no. So he sold him out to the mob. He was broke, desperate, and they said they just wanted their money back. Oh, I didn't pick up and on the mayoral campaign being the reason why he needed money in the first place. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Batman leaves as Arthur laughs hysterically. It is kind and of then... a fucked up, freaky thing to see someone... Like trying to have a conversation while the Joker gas is working on them, because the guy is like, he's like, I'm not trying to laugh, but it's just, he's cackling, and that is kind of the horrifying effect of the. I I know the like, you know, they, they show the Joker juice, Joker gas, whatever, like doing its thing on on people in, in different mediums of Batman stuff, but this yeah, this is this always kind of gets under my skin a little bit when yeah, it's a little creepy. I'm like, ooh, there's no laughing with the tears. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, that kind of mania, artificial mania, is kind of fucked up. Yeah, especially if you don't know if you're if you're gonna die from it, if you're gonna pass. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's mm -hmm. it's creepy. So he go Batman goes to Andrea's room and finds a locket with their photo in it. It's them your youth, and he's like, aw. And, but then the phone he does, rings. He just sucks his teeth and goes. Aww. He like turns into Facebook mom for a moment. Oh, is that sweet? <laughs> the phone rings and Batman makes a face like. Mm, he does. Should <laughs> I? I'm watching it now. He does go. Me. <laughs> Say so he does. He picks it up, like but a he doesn't. Fucking high it, school girl. It, yeah. It's the it's the Joker saying he was just thinking of her and he's sending her special gift airmail. But there's no use jumping out the window this time. The plane of the future is going to make you history. But before he, the Joker can nail his drone strike, Batman throws his batarang at it and it blows up. Joker thinks it's funny because he's laughing in his house of tomorrow. And Joker, I mean, if Joker had not called and warned him, he could have killed Batman. I mean, I know that's that's the modus operandi yeah. of of, Bat, of Joker and all the other Batman villains. But if he hadn't gloated, he could have won. Yeah. You know? So then uh, Andrea has a flashback while standing outside the house of tomorrow. And she came home one Yeah, she's day. shown up. It's current day. She's dressed like you can see that she's dressed. They have not revealed who the yeah. mask of the Phantasm is. Well, no, that's the name of the yeah. movie, the Phantasm. Although they never name the name. They never say the name Phantasm in the movie. But no. she's you can tell that she's, if you're paying attention, that she's 
Yeah. She just doesn't have the cowl on, but yeah. Yeah. In her flashback, she came home one day to see the Joker and his regular old-timey skin yeah, coming out of her house. Jerome or whatever you want to call him, yeah. I mean, yeah, Jerome. Having just killed I guess her on dad. the Gotham TV show, that's what he's named is, yeah. Mm. Red Hood. So n- now it's time for revenge. Oh, he says which... kill her dad. Oh, this is when you find... Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, the daddy dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when she confronts the Joker in his house of tomorrow, he lets her know that she figured out who it is. And she said, figured it out, did you? And she takes off her mask. And when Why she takes it off, just... her body turns from a seven-foot-tall <laughs> buff man into a shapely lady. Yeah, not to say that guy- ladies can't beat up guys, but yeah, she does go through like a physical transformation into a normal human being all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh, yep. my God. So, uh, she also seems to, to give up her. all of her tricks, because I don't think she has any of her special weapons or anything from this point forward. She's just a lady in a leotard. Yeah. I mean, she ends up had, well, getting no, to no, find the she... Joker with. She almost loses. Oh, he dumps well, yeah, it, Okay, go ahead, yeah. She she does spray fart gas in his face, yeah. but he mentions that he can spray gas, too, and, and shoots her uh, bladed hand with it, his flower acid. Which, I guess that's it. taken from and then, uh, Burton's Batman, yeah. And then he points. Well, that's that's just the Joker. That's a, kind of the. Well, no, of but the Joker. he does like she. He shoots uh, like acid at the face of uh, not Molly Ringwald. Who's the, Michelle? Not Michelle Pfeiffer in that one. Who's the lady in the first Batman movie? He's like gonna turn her into art, and he's like he squirts from his lapel, and it turns out to be acid. But, yeah. Yeah, but that that's not. From, I, I mean, no. Yes, but, they like, use it in that, but that was just like two or three years before this movie came out. So I'm sure they were probably had that at the forefront of their mind. But yeah. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. The the only important part is that Baloney gets used in this fight. Well, he punches her, knocks her over, and then looms over top of her, and she kicks him, and right in the old joke. Yeah, sack. they really kind of show it. Like she's like getting like you really get a close up of his crotch, and her pointy boot is like pointed towards his crotch, mm. and she thinks about it, and she just fucking squashes his clown nuts hard. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they fight more. He attacks her with the wife of the future, an egg beater, a. Uh, roll of spalo- uh, baloney. That's the best part, cause like he gets knocked back onto the table, and he can grab for either one or two things: a fucking the sharp ass kitchen knife that the, the hilt of the robot was just using, or a giant loaf of baloney. And he grabs the baloney and beats her. With mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Joker. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and then he, before diving out the window and laughing as he vanishes somewhere into the land of tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, and she fart fogs her way around. <laughs> she, I mean, she teleports. I'm watching it right now. She teleports over to the, like this pod racer engine. Yeah. What, what the, the hell was this going to be? I guess this is supposed to be a jet engine, I guess. Yeah, the Joker turns it on, which rather than blowing, sucks it, her towards yeah, it, it, which it seems reverse. like a it seems like a terrible design to have that at like a fair where somebody could uh, especially you could, that could get turned on on a yeah. busy day and everybody got sucked into it. <laughs> I would love what what should have happened was he should have hit the button because it's like like twenty year old equipment now that hasn't been like uh, touched in a decade. It should just should have just made the, the like the robot winding down sound from Star Wars. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, should have not worked. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but then phantasm. But she, well, she's she's hanging on a pole, getting sucked towards it. Batman rolls up on his bike, sees that she's in danger, so he does the smart thing and drives towards it, sending the bike flying into the fan, damaging it enough that it stops working. Joker little, snaps his fingers. Huh? I'm a little bummed that he didn't come rolling up in the Batmobile because that would have been a nice little connection with you know. Yeah, but it would have been. Hard. Yeah, really I know why. The Batmobile. I guess 
I never saw the Batmo uh, the Bat Bat what the fuck Batmo Bat Bat bicycle Bat cycle Bat Bat cycle I guess that's what it would yeah, be called. Yeah, the Bat bicycle. It's because <laughs> your Batman got a Robin DUI got and he got his right. license taken away. Um, I guess according to the IMDb, I guess in the original show, like the original Batman animated series cartoon. Uh, in the series, uh, I guess they could not show Batman riding the Bat Cycle without having a doofy helmet on. And because it was mm. a movie, it's PG now. They didn't have to do that. So he's just like Batman riding a bike. But yeah. Yeah. So uh, Joker snaps his fingers like, oh, raspberries. He runs <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're really Actually, I can see the Joker saying that, oh, raspberries. Mm-hmm. Batman confronts Andrea, and she's like, yeah, fuck those fools. They ruined my life, our life. They gots to pay, so stay out of my way. Batman has the balls to say the stupidest thing Batman could possibly say to another human being. (laughs) He says, what would vengeance solve? But then he starts rubbing his chest just at the mere mention of the word vengeance. He's like, oh, vengeance. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, you've got to point vengeance. (laughs) Oh, vengeance. (laughs) That's like Ronald McDonald rolling up to Grimace and complaining about the danger of heart disease and cheeseburgers <laughs> and it's like what the fuck are you talking about you asshole and she yeah, pretty much says nice if you, it would have been nice if you had told me this earlier Ronald McDonald I've eaten so many hamburgers I have no neck anymore yeah look at me I'm grimacing because of the hamburgers that you've been pimping to me and all the other <laughs> McDonald land uh, civilians like Jesus Christ man <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and so, so yeah, she says, she, yeah, she's, well, yeah. Yeah, she says, if anybody knows the answer to that, Bruce, it's you. Pikachu shockface.gif. <laughs> yeah, and then Batman has the balls to be all like, oh, I see. And it's just like, <laughs> oh my god, the lack of self awareness. Like, oh, you should probably go now, so she <laughs> fart fogs away. Yeah. And then he gives chase to the Joker, following him into a big miniature city of Gov- Gotham. And the whole rest, of the, pretty walked, much the, the remaining uh, twelve minutes of the movie is just like a like yeah. the finale of a Batman animated episode. Yeah. He walks around with the Joker wearing a big building hat, turns everything on. He what? Batman <laughs> walks by the, the Warner Brothers building. Mm-hmm. Like for some reason, they felt the need to just like plot the Warner Brothers <laughs> logo like, into the middle of the film. And I, I also like that when. Joker turns all this stuff on. A tiny little, like, Hot Wheel car, motorized, runs yeah. into Batman's ankle, and he's like, Aah! Batman reacts like he's in pain! And it's funny, because, yeah. like, I noticed earlier in the movie when, they, like, I think it's one of the first shots you see of Batman showing up. They kind of do the Foley work, where they kind of make his boots kind of sound like heavy boots when he's walking. Mm-hmm. But in, like, every other part of the movie, like, his f- footsteps are super silent. Or, like, well, not silent, but, like, they kind of almost make it, like, yeah. sound like, like socks on, on, uh, carpet <laughs> like socks on carpet would be the only way that heart hot wheels car could hurt his foots or hurt yeah. his tootsies that much it's just like <laughs> joker should have seen that he should have come up from behind the building with the building hat that he's got on go like the fuck kind of pussy are you it's a fucking hot wheels car <laughs> that's all it took to like elicit a, like an emotional reaction of pain from you as a hot wheel anyway yeah but yeah, yeah. no Joker's... now if he had stepped on a lego i would have got actually that would have been like, yeah yeah but then joker Jumps out and hits him with the the uh, building hat that he was wearing. I appreciate that they're kind of going for like a Godzilla battle of the titans. Like these two guys, like literally fighting in the middle of like this miniature Gotham City. They're like gods. Although this kind of yeah, rips yeah. off the ending of Toys, one of my favorite movies. Like, I can't stop talking about. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a ripoff. Yeah, it's like hey, to- hmm, Toys would have been out like this the year, like maybe a year. Ooh, when did toys come out? Which one ripped off whom? It's t- t- isn't that, that shouldn't that be the type of knowledge that you have directly in the front of your brain? Let's see, toys. Robin Williams. Let's see, that was that. Okay, yeah. You think I would? Oh, 
March 1993. So this <laughs> toys ripped off Batman. Ma oh my god. Oh my god. No, wait. And 1993 oh, is before. Wait, March is before December. <laughs> this ripped off toys. God damn it. <laughs> Except this was probably in production way before I know, that. I actually know what they're reading about the history of this movie. I think they only. I think they started and ended this movie in the same month. But yeah. Mm. Ugh. But anyway, they fight. Uh, Batman kicks uh, one of Joker's teeth out. Yeah, he kicks his tooth out and flies blood all over the place. And the Joker pushes a button and a bunch of little planes start attacking Batman, cutting him the fuck up, sending blood all over the place. You think Batman would just and ignore there's... the planes and just keep on going after the Joker, but no, he's gotta sit there and, like, have this idiot boss battle with these fucking tiny toy planes for ten minutes. Yeah, there's a, there's a point... I, I, I know it's supposedly probably just, like, fluid from inside the plane or something, where Batman punches one of them, mm -hmm. and, like, there's, like, a purplish fluid that flies all over, and when I was younger, I was always like, I wondered if that was supposed to be, like, blood, because he just, just per punch a propeller. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. And it's, it... But who knows? He just takes his cape and just kind of, like, turns it into a bag, and, like, Yeah, just, grabs like, him and smashes him on the ground, yeah. and then puts it back on, because he's a cool guy. There's a great shot of the Joker getting away on, like, a little miniature, uh, and Gotham monorail, where he's, like, doing this, like, futuristic, like, victory pose, which I always thought was really nice looking. Yeah. So, he runs off, tries to, oh, he grabs a Joker, flipped a switch that and stayed, that started a five-minute countdown. Yeah. Before the place explodes, because the tunnels underneath are filled with explosives. All 20 miles. Mm -hmm. That's a lot so of explosives, Joker... Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. So the... The Joker runs off, tries to escape with a jetpack, being sure to put on his helmet for safety. And <laughs> I wonder if that was actually almost like, you know, the, 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 the pro safety first. Yeah, I, I could see the safety uh, regulation people being like, okay, okay you, you guys got away with Batman on a bike without a helmet. We can't have the Joker fly a jetpack without the helmet. But yeah. yeah, he's nuts, but he's not crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Batman runs up a rocket statue and jumps on him, and they fly all over the place. Joker telling him he's crazy. He's his only chance to get out of there and yeah. let him go. They'll both die. And Batman says, whatever it takes. And they crash through a giant globe planet thing statue. And they yeah, both it's kind of like the 1939's World's Fair statue thingy, yeah. Yeah. The Joker says, for once, I'm caught without a punchline. But uh-oh, here's Andrea, and she grabs him, and he says, I give up. I surrender. Tell her, Bats. And Batman says, Andrea, you have to get out of here. The whole place is wired to explode. Yeah, I never like. I I love I love this Batman, but Kevin's Conroy reading there is it. it he's a little too stoic. He really not, doesn't like. Yeah. He doesn't do desperation well. Like in that. Well, kind of, it's, not even it's desperation. More, it's just like the yeah. I feel like he should have ran around the office for a while to get really winded because he doesn't. He sounds like somebody pretending to be winded, He's, not actually winded. You've never seen A Christmas Story, but there's a scene where the main kid pretends to be blind. Or he's having a fantasy mm -hmm. where uh, his parents making him eat soap for swearing turns him blind. And there's a bit in there where he's like... He has a fantasy where he comes back home and his parents see that he's become blind, a little blind man. And they're like, oh, whatever mm -hmm. did we do to you to make you blind and put you in such a wretched state? And he's like, it was soap! poisoning and it like theatrical kind of line reading is just like it, it's ready to explode like yeah it's yeah it's a little goofy mm. but, uh, i don't know yeah but, but uh she says one way or another it ends tonight 
Toodaloo, hot stuff. And then explosions start going off all That's around That's the last time them. we see Joker and Andrea, right? Well, Joker stands at, stares at destruction happening all around them. It starts oh, yeah. laughing before they both vanish in her fog, leaving her leaving her love to die. Oh, Good that's job. right. Okay, yeah. Cool, cool going, girl. There's all this ex yeah. the explosions here. Are really nice too. Oh, and Shirley Walker's soundtrack. This is, everyone starts singing yeah. Latin and shit like that. You see a giant ice yeah, cream cookie roll by, which is one of the U yeah, the spacecrafts <laughs> from Men in Black slash the 1964 yeah, Fair. I do. I've always loved Joker's like bewilderment at looking at everything fucking exploding around him and then laughing at yeah, it's, at, it's, at the absurdity of it all. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. And even Andrea's like, "What mm -hmm. the fuck are you laughing about?" Well, and but then the ground under Batman gives way and he falls into the sewers, which I guess the Joker lied when he said all the tunnels were filled. I with guess so. Yeah, because he's, he's like in the epicenter. It's like right in front of like he's like in the literally in the mil middle of everything. But yeah. Mm-hmm, and he gets washed to the bay, and the World's Fair still exploding, and then fades out. And then back in the Batcave, Batman says he's sad, because he couldn't save her. Alfred says she don't, don't think she wanted to be saved. But vengeance blackens the soul. And he was always worried that Bruce would become that, which he fought. Boy, shit, that girl was so far gone, even you couldn't save her. She was fucked up. But Batman sees a gleam on the cave wall and runs to it and finds the locket with their photo in it. And he's sad again. Oh, sad. Mm-hmm. And then on a boat somewhere, a man is wearing a Jughead hat and sees Andrea <laughs> on the deck. Well, I guess it's supposed to be like a New Year's Eve party or something, but it is totally... Yeah. That's the thing about the Jughead hat. It looks like a new... like a party hat, yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes and talks to her and says, Quite a sight. And she says, Yeah. And he says, Sorry, dude. You want to be alone? And she said, I am. Dun, dun, well, that was dun. your choice, asshole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, okay, why did you go on this party boat then? Jesus Christ, lady. Wasted <laughs> Back in the city, Batman is all mopey on a building wall. Sings, and then the bat symbol also, comes on in the night. Batman and he swings into the darkness. Batman is drawn a little bit differently here. He looks like something from that old cartoon in the Max. Mm. Like, he's his facial is just like, like... I think this is something that's just designed knowing this is going to be the end of the movie, so it could have been one of the first things they animated. But, yeah, he looks a little weird, but like, it's fine. It's not... Yeah, but yeah. You know, it's the end of the world. And now it's time for the soulful, heartfelt R&B song? Over Batman credits? Oh, I didn't even notice that. I just turned it off as soon as, what like, the... so, but yeah, Batman's looking over the sky, the, the bat signal goes that off. Choice? Then he flies at hey. the camera and kicks it, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. I didn't re nope, really. No, then there's a soulful, heartfelt R&B song. What, what screams Batman? R&B with a sexy saxophone yeah. sung by... Tia Carrera? Are you serious? What? <laughs> she had to do something. It was the, it was in the lead years between Wayne's World one and two. She had to do something to keep herself busy. Nineties. What the fuck with cartoon credits? Stop uh, it. That's something the movies have generally just recently got over is ha needing to have like a slow R and B love ballad over the end credits. Because that that went on for like fifteen years. Pretty much started right around here. Like it really hit its zenith with fucking Titanic. And then, like, took another decade to kind of, like, calm the fuck down after when they realized that, like, the, like, it, like, it, like, Avengers 4 does not need to have, like, fucking Celine Dion be like, I stole the Infinity Stones from your heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that's ba Batman Mask of the Phantasm. 
Mm-hmm. It's still good. I like it. I should have Googled to see if the character shows up, if, if Andrea actually shows up in anything else. Uh, like I said, there's that Justice League cartoon I mentioned where... Uh, did I mention exactly why she sh she shows up in that? Or what, what the circumstances no. of that is? So, I don't know if this is also supposed to be, supposed to be like the last episode of that cartoon or what, but... Uh, yeah, it's so it's the Batman Beyond version of Batman. Uh, he finds out that his... Even though he's not supposed to be related to Bruce Wayne at all, he finds out that he is genetically the son of Bruce Wayne. And so hmm. he goes to talk to... Do you know who Amanda Waller is? No. She's the black lady from... If you saw the Suicide Squad movie... She's, no. She's supposed to be this, like, federal agent who's supposed to wrangle mm. superheroes and supervillains and stuff like that. Uh, I know she's a big deal in the comics and, the, I guess, the Su Suicide Squad movies, the first time she's actually been shown, like, in a live-action movie. Uh, so, I guess, like, she used to be a, a government officer who used to fight Batman from the animated series until they eventually mm -hmm. became friends when she realized how, like, Bruce Wayne's actually on the up-and-up. And yeah. she realized that Bruce Wayne was going to die someday, so there always needed to be a new Batman to take his place. So she somehow, she, like, figured out this Terry kid who plays Batman Beyond. Like, she went through all the baby databases of Gotham City and, like, picked out the baby that was the most, like, potential to become, like, a badass, like, Batman someday. Overwrote that kid's DNA with, uh, fucking Batman's DNA. And it's hmm. the most weirdest thing. And so she and she was like, okay, it's not enough that, like, Terry, that you, you had to have half of Bruce Wayne's DNA, but then you had to have the backstory of Batman. You need that tragedy to propel you to want to kick ass all the time. And so she's like, I raised to have your parents killed. I got in touch with an assassin who's an old friend of Bruce Wayne's. And then suddenly has a little flashback, and you see... Uh, that this Amanda Waller character, she actually hired Andrea, an old version of Andrea, because even though this is a flashback of the cartoon, it's still, like, 60 years after, like, the, the uh, this this movie happened. And I guess Andrea's still out there as an assassin, but she's, like, an old er elderly woman, still dressed like the Phantasm, killing people for money. And huh. she goes, she's supposed to go kill Terry's parents, but then she decides at the last moment she doesn't want to kill an innocent kid's parents, just turn him into Batman. And that's that's the only time you see her, but then it goes on the story and stuff like that. But yeah, it's it's just kind of fucking yeah. Justice League Unlimited, I think the episode is called Epilogue. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. and it came with the uh, the Batman uh, Mask of the Phantasm purchase on iTunes. But yeah, it was weird. It's just like a poor Andrea. So she just spent the rest of her life with her fart fart bullets and cloak, and I guess yeah, yeah she never. Well, she brought it on herself. Yeah, I guess so. Vengeance is a bitch, man. Yeah. These people got fucked up by fate. Yeah, I am denied. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. How you doing? I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Where is she? So, yeah, this was originally conceived as a two-part series finale. Assuming the show wasn't popular enough to justify a second season after its initial 65-episode run. Uh, Warner Brothers first decided to break those two episodes out into its own direct-to-video movie, uh, but then upgraded it again to a feature film partway through production. And, um, they actually, there's a little making of featurette that comes with the movie that talks about how uh, a lot of the movie had been designed for 4x3 movie screens, because, you know, that's what VHS tapes and movies look like back in the day. And at the last yeah. minute, they had to retro, re retroactively go back and redesign all the shots to take advantage of the fact that it would be a letterbox, you know, it would be a wide, it'd be a widescreen theatrical film. 
And so there's actually a version of the movie <laughs> that comes with the iTunes purchase. That is the 4x3. I guess they still <laughs> framed everything in the movie, so like you can still see everything still takes place in the center of frame. Uh, so you could easily just cut off the ends of either end of the picture throughout the whole movie not really miss that much. And uh, looking at the timeline, it seems that Batman the Animated Series crew went straight into working on Phantasm. Phantasm? As soon as the work on the first season of the show was over. Uh, they completed the film from start to finish in just eight months, which is fucking crazy for a feature-length uh, theatrical animated film, because, yeah, pretty much every major Disney animated film has taken four years to, to complete, whether it was, like, uh, computer-generated or hand-drawn back in the day, so it's funny to think these guys, which, granted, they really was just, like, uh, two episodes, but, like, on steroids, bloated yeah. up to feature length. Yeah, it's still, like, eight it's months... To do something like yeah, to, yeah, there's an animation bump in the movie. It's it's, it's it looks a little bit nicer than the, than the TV show did, but yeah, the fact that they yeah started from yeah start to finish in eight months is fucking nuts. Especially yeah. it, like God, this movie came out in December. They probably had it done in November, which meant they probably didn't even start work on this movie. They didn't put pencil to paper for the first uh, time until like the spring before this came out, which is Jesus. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and I guess uh, looking at the timeline, they must have rolled right into the second season as soon as this was done, because the second season, uh, which was the Adventures of Batman and Robin era of the show, uh, debuted just six months after Phantasm hit theaters. And I guess the the show only went on for that second season, and that was the end of the show. Um, yeah. But I guess both seasons of the original, sh- uh, the, the, the animated series were so long, it was like 65 episodes for the first season, I think like 30 uh, for the second season, that, that was enough episodes to push the show into syndication once uh, it was done um the last minute decision to release mask of the phantasm as a theatrical film meant that the movie hit theaters with almost no production or fanfare and so it got crushed by the likes of wayne's world 2 adam's family values schindler's list and the nightmare before christmas yeah it's i don't know why it didn't come out on top there yeah that's that's a hell of a schizophrenic batch of movies too and lastly, uh, of course, the movie did gangbusters on video, where it was supposed to debut in the first place, uh, leading to the movie being hailed as one of the all-time best man- Batman movies ever, animated or otherwise. I guess uh, Siskel and Ebert, they neglected to uh, review this when it first came out, because they were like, it's obviously just a fucking cartoon movie. Like, if they just took episodes of the TV show and just turned it into a movie, we're not going to review that. But I guess once mm-hmm. it came out on video, they were like, oh, we wish we could have reviewed it when it first came out, because we would have given it two thumbs up, because we both really liked it. And mm. just, yeah, just generally, just, I guess, a whole generation of 90s kids like you kind of grew up with this on home video. And, yeah, this is a good movie. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad you pushed me towards the, the talking about this, because I would have probably have never watched this. Unless, unless I had somehow really gotten to the show enough to think, okay, I should complete the phantasm thing at least you know just to complete the the story or whatever but, right, but yeah, yeah that's all batman stuff it's pretty good movie yeah We've got dana fine. delaney in it so i can't complain mm-hmm. uh, i got dick miller mm-hmm. in it, so i can't complain so what are you I thinking about complain. doing next well <laughs> oh no um I, it's partially I, oh john don't mess with the computer <laughs> oh uh, no plus pull all those cables <laughs> yeah I can partially blame you because uh, you opened the door for doing stuff outside of April. Oh no! <laughs> oh but I was no! Up, I was looking up stuff and I, I was like, 
I can't do the Conan movies because I've, I've seen the Conan movies. I've never seen the first something... one. Of, I, I saw the second one, but yeah. Oh, weird. I, um... But I, uh... So I couldn't do Conan, so I was looking up, like, other Conan ripoffs oh, from the no, era. yeah. <laughs> but the, I've seen a lot of them, or they've already been done by, like, Mr. I've seen them on Mystery Science Theater or Rift Tracks or that kind of stuff. Yeah. So the things were limited. Did you find, like, the Deathstalker movies, or...? No, so what we're going to do next time is 1983 smash hit <laughs> Italian film yeah. starring America's favorite Lou Ferrigno as Hercules. Oh, yay! We're going to watch him throw a bear into space. Have I made you watch the trailer for this? I just, I watched the trailer today, and the second, where are they gonna, yeah, and, but then I started watching, because I thought it was free on YouTube, but it turns out that it was the second one that's free on YouTube. Yeah. And the second one is so bananas, the first one has to be equally bananas. Okay, yeah, because, well, this is- the second one starts with, like, eight minutes of credits with scenes of, of- that happen in the movie happening during the credits like as look what's gonna happen on the screen in a little bit yeah i just found out about this movie just recently i still haven't seen it uh because it was part of the uh, canon films documentary electric boogaloo uh the story of canon films and they mentioned i'd never heard of this until they showed a couple clips from this movie and it looks like some kind of bollywood insanity because it is him mm -hmm. like throwing a bear there's a scene where, like, he has to fly a chariot off into space, so he just ties a rock to his chariot and just throws the rock into space? Yeah. Yeah, it's the most, like, and I was like, then it's Lou Ferrigno as Harky? Like, uh, what the? It, it, this is one of those And things, I think he's dubbed. I'm assuming the MST, unless the movie really is truly wretched, I'm assuming this had to have been one of those things the Mystery Series, like, 3,000 guys were dying to do, but just couldn't I get I think they might have done it on Rift Tracks, yeah. but I'm not sure. Actually, I'm sure they probably, yeah, that's actually a good point. Um, but yeah, we'll do that. I'll try to, I don't know, if I'll, I'll do, because I think I've tried to dig up a copy of this can, in the past. I wound up, uh, iTunes had, again, during the holidays, had that for sale for like five bucks. So at least you know it's on iTunes if you just want to rent it at least. Uh, and oh, if it's on they, iTunes, yeah, it should be on other platforms too, so yeah. Yeah, but I know it for sure it's rentable in iTunes, and the second one's... <laughs> I almost just I was I watched it like the first twenty minutes of the oh, second one. Oh, you posted about was, this, yeah. It was so terrible <laughs> oh, no. before I realized. But man, of course, I you... almost wanted to just do the second one. Yeah, you also but... reserve the right to change your mind if you really sit down and start watching that sometime this week, and you're like, oh no, oh no. If the first one's that bad, we'll just go to the second one because I know there's some exactly, garbage yeah. in the second one that made me laugh. Uh, but yeah, I'll try to dig up copies of either or. I think I've tr at least tried to find the copies uh, in the internet dumpster of the first one, and I think it's like obscure enough that like it's even harder to find like illegal copies. <laughs> I shouldn't even just say that out loud, but like, yeah, you might be forced to actually buy it for real if you or rent it for real if you want to see it. But oh no, my four dollars! I know, I know what happened. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, okay, we'll try to do. 1983's Hercules from Canon Films, starring Lou Ferrigno next week. Holy shit! Oh, which that actually mm -hmm. we're having awful, we're having awful April a little bit earlier this year because I know what I'm doing next, and that movie's actually that movie's actually I was surprised how entertaining the movie. My next pick is too, but yeah. Oh, oh God. I know what you're doing. Yeah, you know next what? Because I, I was man. tweeting about it. Uh, Hell's yeah. yeah. Have you seen it before? Hell's yeah! I saw it on the big screen at uh one of Bobby and uh, Roberts and oh Paul really Rogers midnight movies yeah ah okay yeah I just it was just playing on cable and I was like well I always heard them making fun of it 
on uh, uh, on Mystery Science Theater 3000. So I just we'll we'll talk about that in two weeks. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, Lufer is the great. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> it's gonna be a hell of a month. It's gonna be a hell of a month. Yeah, this is okay. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So I'm excited. Uh, keep, motoring, keep motoring on Twitter. I'm the Grub Turtle on Twitter. Tart podcast on Twitter. Tarty podcast. All things. Follow us around. Share us around. Get other people to listen to our garbage. Tweet about us. Whatever it takes. We don't. Dang, dang, yeah, we don't care. We're nobody. All alone. Nobody. Nobody on the internet's ever talked about this movie before. No, Siree Bob. Oh, just because it's so, a '90s thing, there's got to be a thousand like nostalgia. Oh yeah, there's so many. Blah blah blah. Right, is this the secretly the best Batman movie ever made? Oh god, I'm glad I don't try to look that stuff up before we talk about this stuff because then I don't want my opinion to be colored by people jerking off about this stuff. But yeah, I didn't think yeah. about that. Okay. Yeah, so next time it's gonna be a dumpster fire starring a very muscular Lufer. It'll be curious. It might yeah. might get a little bit gay in here. That's fine. <laughs> I'd suck Luferigno's dick, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's the best thing because he's deaf. I could talk about whatever I want to while I'm blowing him. Wait, you can't talk while sucking. Well, a he's dick, he's you? not quite deaf. He lost like eighty six percent of his hearing. When well, he was yeah, a kid. but he's an well, inarticulate enough that he if he tries to talk back, I'm justified in well, yeah, whatever he's... he says. Well, that that's also because he's like from the Bronx, I think. Yeah. There's, there's just one of the boroughs. Oh, man. I never thought about what a deaf person must sound like when they're having sex, because they don't know not to... <laughs> All right, so that <laughs> for next it's week, it's going to be Hercules. So look forward to that. Oh, my God. At least, man, at least you know you're really getting nope. someone off if they're deaf, because they're not going to know not to control uh, Okay, sh- shut up, Bill. The next time, fill your holes with pop culture so long, everybody. Take care, guys. Rock over London, rock on Chicago. Wheaties, represent champions. <laughs>